You are Locked On Blue Jays, your daily podcast on the Toronto Blue Jays, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, Blue Jays fans, and welcome to Locked On Blue Jays, your daily dose of Toronto Blue Jays talk directly into your brains, and we're not talking about the one in your pants. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, AJ Andrews of jaysrunacouch.com, and yes, I am going to keep making jokes like that, and apparently y'all like it anyway. I mean, after the news came out, the Daily Mail article published by Alex Raskin confirming just what Reese McGuire was doing that got him arrested, you better freaking believe we're going to make jokes, because, you know, this is... I'll, I'll briefly say this before we get into the meat of today's Locked On podcast, which is going to be discussing the MLB rule changes, but I'm sorry, dude. You you have to be able to keep it in your pants. Like, like, like this, thankfully, thankfully, this is an incident that is less disturbing and more incredibly stupid and embarrassing for Reese McGuire. But still, you're going to get clowned. You are going to get clowned so hard. I've, I'm sorry, Reese. You knew what you were doing when you took matters into your own hands. Literally. And, you know, people are never going to look at a Dollar Tree the same way again. So... Congratulations, Reese. That is your legacy. Also, I will be using the name Pee Wee Reese at points during the season because it's funny and it's baseball and it really deserved a lot more attention on Twitter, but I'm going to guess it got swallowed up by the whole rise up, come together wave, which, I mean, I'm not going to lie. Proud of that one, too. Glad y'all picked up on it. Anyway... Now that we're done discussing Reese's Pieces, hopefully for the foreseeable future, until I need to make a cheap joke. As I said, we are going to spend this time talking about the MLB rule changes and, you know, getting into topics that might be a little more suitable for your commute. Or, you know, if you're at the office and just say, hey Google, or hey Siri, or whatever digital assistant you have. I have no I have no idea. Freaking Toshiba could have one like hey Tara or something and I wouldn't know. Anyway, you just tell them to p- say, "Hey Alexa, play Locked on Blue Jays." And it'll totally do that and it'll bring up this episode cuz it's the most recent one. At least until tomorrow when Fan Friday happens, which by the way, follow me on Twitter at a underscore j underscore Andrews underscores over there because Twitter is dumb to make sure you have your chance to get your say in. I don't know if it's going to be on Reese McGuire or not. I may I may just be ready to uh, clean things up and move on from that whole fiasco. But, all right, all right, AJ, it's time to get back on topic. So, I said, MLB rule changes, they were officially announced late yesterday, I'd already had my stuff planned, so that's why I didn't talk about it yesterday. But they made four 
rule changes. And the most prominent one, the one that probably is going to draw the most ire and the most attention, is they are going through with the official three batter minimum for any pitcher that comes into a game. So once a starter or a reliever enters, they have to face three batters or pitch until the inning is over, um, whichever comes first, before they're allowed to be replaced. And the only exception to that is an injury or an illness, which, I mean, I I would hate to think of the illness that would suddenly crop up when a pitcher's on the mound, but best to cover your bases. Uh, that's the only time you'll be able to take a pitcher out before they face three batters. Now, this is part of Rob Manfred's uh, attempt to speed the pace of the game and cut down on frivolous pitching changes, which, by the way, Milwaukee, thanks a lot. This is partly your doing. You're all, oh, we're going to say Wade Miley's the starter, and then... Oh, we pulled him, and now we got a right-hander in, and you use your left-handed lineup. Ha, ha, ha. This is your doing. So good work. I I hope that was worth it. You didn't win the World Series, so I'm going to guess not. But that's that's what you did. So now your opener has to face at least three batters. Now Tampa Bay can't just leave Rin Stanek out there for, like, two outs, which, I mean, Stanek... Stanek usually pitched like an inning and a third for the Rays when he was there before he got traded to Miami. But even still, um, it effectively kills the Lugie rule. Um, which, for those who are unfamiliar with the term, Lugie stands for left-handed one-out guy, refers to the specialist left-handed relievers that are called in to, ke- to get left-handed batters. Um, you know... Your Jesse of Roscoe's, your Mike Stanton's, your, um, well, for the Blue Jays, it was Brett Cecil and Aaron Loop, which Loop would probably be actually a good modern looking, uh, with this rule in effect, considering his, pl- his splits aren't that bad, as we talked about in an earlier episode of the podcast. But I don't like this rule. I don't think this will, this will help. Because all it's going to do is just make games longer. Because I I know exactly what's going to happen. And you can write this down. And when it happens in a game, you can come to me and say, Oh, AJ, you're so wise and so clairvoyant. And you knew exactly what was going to happen. Because here's what's going to happen. These rules come in because managers bend the rules, right? They they play fast and loose. They go close to the line. And Rob Manfred's like, Oh, yeah, I... I told your kids not to be doing that and now there's this rule you know what managers are going to do they're going to bring in their left-handed reliever they're going to have him get the left-handed batter out any other lefties who are in the order they're going to let them pitch to them and if it turns out it's righty righty intentional walks for the right-handed batters and that will just get the batter's on base, and then they'll bring in their next reliever. So it's just going to be even longer. I mean, thankfully, you don't have to watch them throw four pitches anymore, which I do miss that because, I mean, watching Miguel Cabrera take a pitch well out of the strike zone for a double is hilarious. 
But yeah, they're just going to walk the next two batters or next batter and then be pulled out. And that's how managers are going to get around that rule. And it's just gonna, it's going to take even longer now because you just wasted two at bats. You and and depending on the order, those are at bats from guys that people want to see. And now they're not going to because of the stupid three batter minimum rule because Rob Manfred doesn't think ahead. He's He's a businessman. He's not a baseball man. So he doesn't think like a baseball man or woman. I I knew that I knew that was going to be a thing the second I saw that rule. And I can guarantee I would not be surprised if it's not like in the first week of April that that happens that I don't know, Scott Alexander is called in by the Dodgers to pitch the one batter and then walk the next two and then out he goes. Almost guarantee that's what's going to happen. Mark my words. So congratulations, Rob Manfred. This is not going to do what you think it does. Shock. And I'm gonna I'm gonna close the first half just by saying that I hate that I have to agree with Trevor Bauer because Trevor Bauer is not a good person. He's he's a a person who best exemplifies the rear end of your average human being. And I, I, I do not want to agree with him, but the video that he sent out where he outlined how Major League Baseball was stupid for, for doing these playoff rules and essentially giving the first place team a bye because it's not going to help. It's going to make them lose their rhythm. And then the, the lack of expression that baseball allows on the field and the, like it has to be state mandated expression you can do it on players weekend but no other time because your shoes have to look a certain way and just the inability to capitalize on on those holy cow moments that oh did you see mike trout make that catch oh did you see um cody bellinger take that ball and deposit it halfway to nevada can't do that on social media because Major League Baseball owns all the social media rights and all the broadcast rights. And you can't ex- broadcast them without explicit written consent of Major League Baseball. So I have to agree with Trevor Bauer that I think that's something that MLB should be more focused on. Bringing its entertainment options into this era and not just by putting games on Facebook. Oh my God, is that stupid. But that's that's a topic for another podcast. We have more rule changes to get to, which we will do right after I go and mail Trevor Bauer a congratulation drone for getting something right. And right after this message. You are locked on Blue Jays, your daily Toronto Blue Jays podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. And we are back. So we went over one of the main rules that MLB is implementing as a rule change to the season. We can talk about the other ones now. Uh, let's start with the roster limit rules. Um, we knew they were going to go to 26-man rosters throughout the season. Max 13 pitchers. Knew they were going to limit the amount of 40-man call-ups in September because you don't need... 19 pitchers in a bullpen like that's just silly so 
I'm I'm fine with that. I think that's a smart thing to do. And I I think that might help in some of the, you know, dog days of the season. Um, they have added an official two-way player designation for players that are position players but also are used as pitchers. And the two main examples are Shohei Otani of the Angels and Michael Lorenzen of the Reds who are able to play outfield, who are able to bat, and who are able to pitch. So you can add that designation. And I mean, if someone like Russell Martin's still unsigned, if someone wants to sign Russell Martin for that two-way player role, he proved he's actually pretty good as a reliever. I mean, I'm pretty sure Pittsburgh's going to designate Luke Maley, him and his sparkling 0-0-0 ERA in two outings. So again, MLB teams are going to use this to to their advantage. Um, Matt Davidson is another guy. I think he's on a minor league deal with the Reds. So Lorenzen would take that spot. But another guy who could be traded for and used in that role. I think that's going to help a few people get more jobs. So speaking of the position players pitching, they are now only allowed to do that if a game goes into extra innings or if the score difference is more than six runs. So you can't just throw someone out in a four-run, five-run game. That essentially says to the fans, oh, you're giving up and it's just going to be a blowout. Richard Urania is going to come in and give up four runs. So not allowed to do that anymore. Uh, the They're still going to allow like the call-up for the uh, double headers, a 27th man instead of a 26th man. The injured list is going to be changed. And this is another one where MLB teams figured out how to exploit it. Started cycling pitchers back and forth. The Blue Jays definitely abused the heck of that. Um, sending players back down to Buffalo, calling them back up. Or the Dodgers putting pitchers on, on the 10-day DL, giving them a break and then bringing them back. So baseball has changed it that pitchers and two-way players are going to be on the injured list for 15 days, not 10, to try and cut that down a little bit and just avoid the roster churn. Now, pitchers who are optioned to the minor leagues have to stay down there 15 days as well. So the Blue Jays aren't going to be able to just cycle through if they want to give all their young starters a chance to pitch at the major league level at some point. They're going to have to continue, like, keep them down there for half a month. So I guess to make it a little easier and to avoid the roster churn, I understand that one. Although, really, did was that part of the game that was ticking people off? I don't think so. So it just seems to be a needless move. Finally, challenge time. No more standing on the dugout steps for 30 seconds. You only have 20 seconds now to stand on the dugout, so makes it a little easier for the Dusty Bakers of the world to just, you know, take a little stretch and then go sit back down. I do like that because it was kind of stupid just how long they'd be sitting there. Honestly, I think it should be even less time than that. I'd say 15. I'd say 10 seconds. Just, you know, if, if it's bang, bang, if you know it's wrong... You should be able to see it with the naked eye. You shouldn't be going to the Astros replay room and like, oh yeah, I know you were looking for the pitch signs, but can you tell if he made it to first base in time? I, 
that's not really the point of the game. You shouldn't have, like, the outside forces helping you. It's about the game on the field, right? So, I would actually make it, like, 10, 15 seconds. Like, you have to decide right now if you want to challenge that or not. I suppose you can you can make up for it by giving a second challenge. But... What's re- what would really help the pace of play is if you could actually figure out what the heck is happening and not have umpires standing around for 10 minutes trying to figure out what happened on a play. You have so many angles of the play and of the game. You're telling me you can't find one that's most optimal and just make that decision in like two minutes. That's enough time for, for me to get up, go to the bathroom and come back. You're telling me you can't cut down on that time because that's what kills a game. That's what kills the momentum. The umpire is standing around acting like Reese McGuire. And I'm sorry, I I said I wouldn't make Reese McGuire jokes, but it's still fresh. I'm still going to do it because Reese McGuire is dumb. Dumb as Twitter. Anyway. Umpires are just standing around there. That's that's killing the game. That's killing the pitcher who's now standing there going ice cold for 10 minutes. And that needs to be stopped. So maybe MLB should look inward and actually figure its stuff out at the replay office so it doesn't take an eon just to determine whether or not Trey Turner stepped on a line. Or whether or not the Blue Jays are going to win a challenge. Because we know they're not going to win a challenge. They're the Blue Jays. So, those are essentially my thoughts on the new rule changes. And I'm sure I will be much more upset when, you know, a couple of Blue Jays get injured. And then they're gone for the 15 days instead of the 10. That probably was all they need to heal. I'm, I'm sure we will bring them up again at some point. But for now, that's what I think about it. So that brings us to the end of this episode. As I said at the start, if you want to get involved, Fan Fridays tomorrow. Follow me on Twitter at A underscore J underscore Andrews. The underscores are there because Twitter is dumb like Reese McGuire. Subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Um, Himalaya, however you get podcasts, make sure you're subscribed so you don't miss an episode. And if you want to leave a review just to kind of balance out the one stars that certain people have decided to give me since my burning the mask episode, feel free to do so because I could use the balancing out. Anyway, also follow the podcast on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Locked on Jays. Um, if you want more of me, I am on Locked On Orioles. I did an appearance earlier today with Connor Newcomb there to talk about Richard Urania. And I tried my best to not be condescending, but it's really hard when you're looking at a team that's like, we need Richard Urania to play third base for us this season. And it's it's so cute. Honestly, it's it's adorable. I'm I hope Richard Urania does well. I hope he can be at least a Dwight Smith Jr. level player. 
So check that out. A reminder, if you didn't check out Locked On MLB, I was on there yesterday with Sully to talk about the Blue Jays and just educate the people at large about, you know, not sleeping on Toronto. And check out Jays from the Couch Radio. That's still up. I was on there with Sean and Karen and just generally being my usual goofy self. So a lot of listening for you this week. And we'll be back tomorrow with Fan Friday. I'll try and post that up before I end up going to the doctors tomorrow because my appointment today was canceled because of the snow. Because it hasn't stopped snowing in Halifax. It is all snow now. We are we are just buried. So, yeah, until then, until I dig out of this igloo again to give you another episode. For everyone at the Locked On Podcast Network and everyone at jaysfromthecouch.com, I'm AJ Andrews. Thank you all so much for listening to today's episode. And y'all take care.